hey guys welcome back to unveil this is your girl lady rose okay so today's topic is going to be called faith and the reason why i wanted to talk about this because i just want to share my personal experience and why i believe in god okay why i believe in jehovah or jahweh however you want to call him right but i really wanted to share a little bit of the reason why i believe and have faith in this god because a lot of people um have questioned my faith which i love when atheists question my faith because it makes me study more makes me put god you know what i mean trusting god the most and when i trust god the most that's when he shows up the most right so from personal experience the reason why i believe in god is not because i was manipulated trust me i'm not easily manipulated i'm the type of person that will question everything i'm the type of person that needs facts over theories over feelings so i believe in god from personal experiences and another one i'm not a follower I've never been a follower. I'm always going the opposite direction. As a matter of fact, if I was a follower, I'd be Catholic, but I'm not because that's part of our culture, you know, as Mexicans, but I'm not Catholic because I did some study regarding Catholicism and I did not approve of it. So that's why I left that religion and I came to Christianity. And um, so everything I believe in is all biblical. Um, so another thing is that it's not that I'm fearful. You know how people try to put fear in you like, oh, you're going to hell if you don't believe in God. It's like I used to be the type of person like, yeah, if I go to hell, I'm going to enjoy the ride. You know what I mean? But I believe in God because everything that God has done and has shown me has made me realize that there's no reason for me to question God because God is real in my life. Like I know who I am without God. I remember the person that I used to be, how I used to think, my poor choices, my carelessness, my foolishness, my recklessness that I will put my life in danger constantly. For example, I, I got shot at two times, right? Um, I, I went to two, I had two a car accidents, one in the freeway, my car got towed, right? But God always showed himself in protecting me because before I went, um, before I was careless in my twenties, um, in my, in my teens, I started going to church and that's when my faith started to believe in God. It did waver because certain things didn't happen the way I wanted it to happen that I started questioning God, but I never stopped believing that there is a God, right? So when I was being out there, pendeja, um, God always had my back. Like there was some times that I would be like, Oh my God, God, look out for me. Cause I'm walking in the dark alley by myself. I could get killed. I could get raped or I could be, you know what I mean? Trafficked. I don't know. But God always was looking out for me, even in my worst days in my carelessness that I didn't want nothing to do with God. Um, so I know who I am. Basically, I know the fruits of the outcomes when I don't have God. And I know the difference now because there came a time in my life that I said, God, here I am. What do you want from me? Okay, I'm going to do whatever the Bible says. I'm going to put it into practice. I need to see you. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I tested God. I said, if, you're good, if I'm going to practice this and I'm going to put it into practice and, and I'm going to do whatever you tell me to do, I'm going to obey. I want to see an outcome. And guess what? I saw an outcome. I saw not the outcome of my, how my mind started to sh uh, shift, how I started to see things, how I started to grasp and understand things and how I started to see things and how the way I was speaking, the way I was acting, it was all according to the word of God. And then the, that's when it bared fruit. Everything changed when I started following this God and it takes faith to follow God. It wasn't easy because if you are following God, 
and like the Bible tells you to do, how, how to obey and all that stuff, it's kind of saying no to the flesh and your wants and your needs. It's basically saying you're surrendering to God and let it be God's will, God's way, God's timing. And you know how we all are. It has to be our way. When I want something, I want it. I want it how I want it, right? But it takes a lot of faith to say, God, you know best, I trust you. You know what I mean? So that's why I wanted to take uh, talk about this uh, topic regarding faith because I'm going to give you some um, illustrations of what God has done through my faith. And trust me, my faith didn't just happen, appear like, poof, oh my God, I have faith. God is, I trust you. No, my faith had to take root little by little, but I had to feed that faith. Um, so one of the things that... Um, when I decided to follow this God, Jehovah, and I started to study this word, um, it all started with my mind first because my mind used to be a bit reckless, a big, uh, a lot of negativity. I could literally imagine something and get myself mad or depressed or sad or, you know what I mean? Like it, it, my mind is so good at imagining things that, that I understand when people get anxiety or depression because our minds are so good that it believes that your mind believes it's facts. That's how good our imagination is. And that's how my imagination was as well. I've never talked about this, but I, I have fallen into depression before, but I'm the type of person that likes to be alone. And that's one of the signs not to do when you are depressed, right? But that's who I used to be. And I used to be very insecure. I would think negative things as if I knew what other people were thinking about me. Right. So it took faith for me to practice the word of God and say, because there's a verse in the Bible that says, meditate on the word of God. Okay. So meditation on the word of God is that you study the word of God and you repeat the scriptures in your mind and you start confessing them. Right. So it took me a long time, uh, like almost a whole year for me to transfer my mind because that's how bad it was. It was so filled with, um, dirtiness of this world. You know what I mean? That my insecurities, my fears, my anxieties, everything. So it took, it was, you have to be dedicated. I'm not going to lie. It's not going to disappear overnight. So me practicing this word to transfer the mind, it took a lot of faith. Like, God, you're going to take care of this. Show me how to think, lead me through this day. So that's why I created a habit to wake up at 4.30 in the morning to seek God every day, to study his word, to worship God, to talk with God, you know, have time with God because I don't know what this day is going to hold. And then guess what? Life is hard for all of us. It really is. So that's why I, I made it a habit to always seek God in faith because let's be honest, I've never seen this God. I cannot touch this God. I cannot physically touch him. I cannot physically hear him. I cannot physically see him. Right. So it took faith for me to say, OK, God, I'm going to meditate on this word. I don't know if you're real, but I'm going to just do it. And guess what? My mind started to change for better, for better than my mind started to become more positive, more loving, more, more uh, aware of things that I was never aware of. And it started to reveal my true nature and who I am, because sometimes we lie to ourselves because we're so negative. We lie to ourselves and we see ourselves a certain way that we don't understand why other people don't see us that way. But God started to reveal to me, the more he started to heal me, then I was able to know who I really am. Okay. So that's, that was the first step of me having faith in this God. And then the next transformation was, 
um, now that my mind was right, now I could get my things in order, my life in order, because a lot of people I've talked about this, that I used to be um, in debt. I used to be in collections. I was broke. I was living off of my mom. So um, that everything that I would do will be reckless. It would, it would be failure. It would be dead ends. And I got tired of that. But the first thing that God, like I said, right now, God changed my mind and it took faith. Right. So I felt that God was I was connecting with God. And in this faith that I'm going to talk about, it's it's two types of faith that I realized that I had to work on. It's the season of. When I need to be trusting God and say, when God tells you to be still and know that I am God and that's in Psalms 46. 10 and God is basically taking care of the stuff around you and also taking care of you, meaning changing you, correcting you, uh, it, um, enlightening you who you really are, your strength, your weaknesses, your goods, your bads, your worst, your ugly, you, like all that good, uh, your beautifulness, all that stuff. When God is telling you to be still, it takes faith to be still. Because when God started to change my mind, I wanted to go conquer the world. Like, yes, I'm finally thinking positive. I could do all things, right? That's what the Bible says. So God um, literally put a stop to me and said, no, before you do whatever the things, the goals that you have to do, you have to clean up your mess. So you can know what it is and how to handle when you have bigger and more stuff, more responsibility. And so God needed to take, uh, show me how to take care of my mess that I created for all my twenties, because I did, I created a big mess in my life. Um, so that's one type of faith when God tells you, wait, let's work on behind closed doors. Let's work that first. I got your mind, mind right. Now let's get other things right. For example, uh, one of the things was take care of your finances. Because when my mind started to change, I wanted to, uh, I was working with my mom at that time and, uh, and the, and the, in the daycare and we used to be um in partnership with this preschool so they would send a teacher and they would send the kids and they would we would run the daycare like a preschool and at that time god wanted not only to correct my finances but also to learn how to run a business right because when you are an employer and when you're an employee those are two different things the ceo has more responsibility than uh, a, a janitor or a cashier or someone who's an employee. Um, the boss is the one who's taking care of the books. The boss is the one who's taking care of the taxes and running the business and, you know what I mean, how to lead and all that stuff, how to correct and, you know, how to run a business, how to take care of the bills and all that stuff that the employee doesn't know. And since I was an employee, God was telling me, you need to be still right now and learn. Okay. So, um, so when we were at, with this, working with this preschool, um, I was being taught how to be a, a, a teacher, how to be a leader to these kids, how to run the business. Right. So, um, it took faith for me to trust God because I thought I was ready. And you know how we sometimes say, but I want it, but I want it, but I feel like I'm ready, but it's not, the door's not opening. The person's not coming. The blessings are not happening. What's going on? And then our faith starts to waver. Right. And that's, 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 that's our nature that, that does, that happens. We're humans, but God wants you to understand that it takes faith to not move 
Because if you move too early, you're going to mess things up. If you move too early, God has to come in, fix the messes that you have created because you were not ready. And then you have to start from uh, ground uh, from the very beginning and then you're prolonging the process. So when you are obedient to God, sometimes it, it, it does take faith because we think we know, but we really don't know. Like um, I was hearing 50 Cent the other day about uh, his success. And one of the things that he said that when he would show his music to certain individual people, he thought it was a banger. Like he's like, these are good. They're going to like it. And people be like, yeah, you can improve. And so he thought he would get a little bit like, damn, what more do I need to do? But during that time of waiting, he started to improve his gift, his talent. So when he actually had the door open, he will be the best of the best. And he comes in with a bang, like, here I am now, was good. You know what I mean? So that's the process of believing in this God and trusting this God's timing and will, like I said in the previous episode regarding blessings. So back to my story um when i was in the business with the preschool they taught me a lot of things and that during that time i was cleaning up my mess on my finances that i started to pay uh i had to be responsible basically god was showing me how to be responsible and how to take care of because one of the things that a lot of people lack in understanding regarding the word of god is that god doesn't want you to owe no one god wants you to owe no one but be a blessing to everyone and if you, if, if you are owing people, you need to take care of that. A lot of people don't like to say that, but it's true. God doesn't want you to be in debt because debt will have you like kind of like an anchor that you're, you're stressed out. So God wanted to, me to be free from that. And little by little, I started to pay my debt, the smallest to the biggest. And that's how I got myself out of debt, right? And then the next step was, okay, now that you got yourself out of debt, because like the Bible says, don't hate humbly beginnings. That's one of the beginnings. Take care of and clean up the mess that you have created for yourself. And that's what God was doing. So I started paying off my debt. And then next thing I know, God wants me to, to start saving money. Why save money? To start to build my credit. Okay. So that's a, one of the things that uh, I, I was set free from. And also to have money on the bank. And then at that time... I, the closer I was getting to God, I was meditating on his word and I was putting my faith into practice. It was little things that God was showing me that he is real, that he loves me and that he's for me. During that time that I was taking care of business, God was revealing to self little, was revealing to him himself to me little by little. Because I don't know if you guys know the story regarding the, the Hebrew people when they're in the wilderness, God gave them all these miracles and they still complained. So when God gives you everything at once, we take it for granted. So God was giving me little by little and my faith started to take root during that process of cleaning up my mess, making my faith grow bigger and bigger. So there's, um, I got this, um, this tattoo in my forearm and it's the tree of life. And I believe that I, there's a metaphor that I, I have and one of them is the steps of faith. And this tree that I have has roots. And the roots, God showed me, this is your faith. So you ever seen a tree that is so old and huge? The roots are so rooted that when a storm comes, it does not break. 
So that's how God wants your roots to be, that whenever you go through things, your faith will not waver. Because when God shows himself little by little to you, and then you become big, and you're in that, you know, being a boss and being how successful you want to be, that whenever a storm comes, because let's be honest, the more you are giving, the more responsibility you have. So when something goes wrong and, you're, and your faith is so rooted, you won't question God. You won't trip. You will know that who your God is your God. So this is why God showed himself little by little to me so my faith could take root. So now that where I am now, my faith does not waver. It for me is an insult when you, you question my God because I know who my God is. You know what I mean? But back then, I would have been like questioning God like, can you do this? Are you going to answer me? You know what I mean? Because I was still taking root. But now that my roots are so in depth, I don't question my God no more. I don't have that stress. I don't have that anxiety. I don't have that fear because I know God has my back. You know what I mean? But it has to take root. So that's one of the things that God told me when he was telling me, be still. He's, God is revealing himself to you. God is teaching you how to take care of the little things that when you have bigger responsibilities, you know how to handle it. Okay. So, um, so I would hear from God and how do I hear from God? A lot of people have asked me this. Um, I hear from God that because I got in so good and meditate on the word. So when something happens out of the ordinary, out of unexpectedly or crazy stuff, because we all go through it, uh, a verse will pop up. A verse will remind me who my God is. Okay. Another way is an intuition. I have that spirit of discernment. It's not a feeling. Okay. Check out your feelings. If you pay attention to your feelings, it's not going to stay the same all day. Your feelings are attached to your, uh, your thinking and your thinking is going to be uh, going different places and hence your emotions are going to follow. So your feelings are not facts. They're just assumptions are just theories. They're not facts. So there's a difference between intuition and the spirit of discernment regarding your feelings. So I had to practice my discernment. Okay, to know when it's God and when it's just me talking to myself. Okay, because a lot of people think they hear from God, but it's basically themselves talking to themselves. And then that's how they move. And then they make a mess because they were hearing themselves, not the word of God, not God. And another way is through dreams. God gives me dreams and it, 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 it literally happens the next or the third day. It usually is the next day or the third day. So I've learned to pay attention to, the, to God's voice. And when I hear, when I say God's voice is meaning the Holy Spirit, because we all know there's a Trinity, God, Jesus, and, and then the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is within you. I talked about this regarding, uh, when I was talking about tattoos in the last episode is the Holy Spirit. It dwells in you. Okay. And so that's how I hear from God. So when I was being prepared, when, when I was practicing my faith in being still the next type of faith is this, when God tells you to move you move. You don't question God because how do you know it's God telling you? Okay. God in the Bible describes God to be this. God does not give you confusion. God does not give you uh, manipulation. God does not give you failure. God does not give you fear. Okay. God is a God of purpose. So you're going to hear this, this intuition within you telling you it's time move. And when God tells you to move, you move. Why? Because you don't want to miss the opportunity. God has opened the door. You don't question God because when God tells you to stop, you listen to that. But when he tells you to go, you go. Okay. It's, it's a knowing it's a fact. And I'm going to get into it right now. Um, for example, 
when I, I told my mom, I mean, it came to the point that I told my mom, hey, I think it's, uh, I feel, not that I feel, I'm sorry. Let me correct that. I know it's time for us to depart from this preschool. It's time to branch out. And yes, we had people questioning my, my, um, my decision because me and my mom were partners. And, um, my mom said, do you, do you know that this is God telling you to branch out from this preschool? And I said, yes, it's time. And so my mom finally got on board and said, okay, we'll detach. So this is what happened. So when we broke away from that preschool, um, parents found out about it and they followed us. And next thing I know, we're having people from out of nowhere contact contacting us. Hey, we need daycare. We're, out of nowhere, God just started to provide people to the point that we started to get so full when we went our own separate ways. We started to get full that I myself had to branch out and stop working with my mom. That my another sister of mine was started working with my mom. So my mom won't stay alone. And then I branched out because we were getting kids. So when I'm telling you, when God tells you to go, you go. Because God is going to, God triples the blessing when you obey God. Not when you obey your feelings. People were questioning us. But because my faith was already rooted, that I knew how to hear with the word of God, that I said, no, this is God. God will provide. I'm doing this. So we did. And we got triple the blessings. Trust me when I say, when God tells you to go, you go. That means the blessing is ready for you. Your, 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 your prayers are being answered and it's going to be more than you expected. Okay. Because I wasn't ready for us to be that blessed to the point that I could survive on my own. You know what I mean? But I did God blesses. And when he blesses the most, when you obey him, a lot of people think it's favor. Oh, you're just God's favorite. No, I just obey God. You know what I mean? Like it's not about favoritism. God does not look about that. He looks at obedience. That's what he's, that's what, because your obedience is in dedication of your faith in God. Like, have you ever seen people at church praising God? Yes. Hallelujah. You know what I mean? And then when something happens, they're like, God, where were you? Well, where's your faith? Faith is not based on your attendance in church. Faith is rooted between you and God. When you guys are alone, when you say, God, I trust you. Even I don't understand this, I don't like this, I don't see a way in this, but I trust you. And that's why I'm speaking about faith because I put God, not to a test, but I put God's, you know what I mean? Like, show me, show me what you got. Trust me, God wants to show off. But first he needs to see your obedience. He needs to see your trust in him, okay? So there's, that's what I'm talking about today is this, there, there's two types of faith. Um, if you're the type of person that you're used to hustling, but God is telling you to slow down, that takes faith. Or when you're a lazy person and you're like, oh, I don't want to go. What if it's not God? But you move. That takes faith to move when you when, when this uncertainty. Right. So uh, regarding my business, trust me, I got super blessed on that. Even my sister, and my mom, we branched out. We are good. Another type of bless, another type of faith that I had to get. So when we started getting more kids. Um, I felt like there was a next move for me. Um, I felt that there was more going to be more responsibility for me. And I, and I was ready for it back then in the day. Like if you would have known me in my twenties, I was so careless. I didn't care for responsibility. Like a friend of mine, Vane, she reached out to me one time because she's the type of person that likes to have businesses. And she wanted me to start a business with her, but I wasn't ready. 
at that time I was not, I was too careless. I was, I did not like responsibility at all. I did not like it because I knew I messed up. I wasn't ready. Now, now at this age of time that I was like, okay, I'm ready. So I believe it's in the beginning of 2019. When did COVID start it? Yeah, 2019, I believe. Yeah. So anyway, so in the beginning of 2019, I felt in my heart to start saving money, right? And then I felt that God was telling me, it's time to branch out on your own, like completely on your own. It started to be independent. It started to have more responsibility, right? And by that time, my faith was already rooted. And so I started looking for apartments, right? I started with the low because that's, you know, I was thinking, what can I afford? And then I started and I saw the rent regarding uh, apartments. I was like, with a hundred, couple of hundred dollars more, I could get a house. Why am I looking at apartments, right? So I started looking at old houses. And I was looking at this particular house and I showed my mom. And my mom goes, why are you getting an old house? Why don't you get a brand new house? And I'm like, for what? Like, I don't want to pay a lot. She's like, look, you are a single woman. You don't know a lot of guys who not have fixed houses. If you get an old house, you're going to have to repair a lot of things. There are going to be a lot of damages that you're going to have to repair. And you know how guys are. When they see a single girl, they're going to double the charge because they think you're dumb. Let's be honest. You know what I mean? So my mom says, why don't you get a brand new house instead? So it will take, you will have a long time before you have to start fixing stuff around the house because it's, that's the way it is. Houses do not last forever. And so I was like, okay, mom. So I started looking at these houses, right? And this is before the pandemic started. And people were telling me like, hey, um, why don't you wait on getting a house? Like the houses are going to go down. Like, you know what I mean? Like why waste so much money? But something told me don't listen to them. And of course I didn't. I obey God. So I started saving that money and I started looking at houses. And then there was this particular house that I was looking online and I didn't want that, that house. I wanted a, a house similar with the same layout in the community. Um, so I was looking at, uh, there was no white houses because that's what I wanted. Right. And then I was just looking at this house and then finally somebody, I felt God tell me, go, go check it out. And I was like, okay. So I told my mom, Hey mom, let's go to the sales office because they still had a sales office. That's how brand new it was. That was those, that complex, those community. I mean, I'm sorry, that community, it was barely built like a couple of months ago. And so I went in there and I told the guy, Hey, do you have any, I, I'm looking at this house with this layout. So I want this bed, this house with three bedrooms and da, 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 da. we were discussing. He goes, well, they are white houses, but the next white house that's going to be built is going to be building in like in the end of the year. But there is one in particular that is available right now. And I said, is that the one that I was looking at? Is it the brown house? And he's like, yeah. And I said, ah, I don't want a brown house though. How is the inside? Is it white cabinets or how is it? And he's like, yeah, let me look. So he looked and he said, yeah, it's white cabinets. I was like, okay, let's check it out. And he goes, but you know what? This house that you have been looking at, my boss called me earlier this morning because I went after work, right? So his boss called him in the morning. He goes, I want you to lower the price of this house because it's not selling. So they're trying to sell it. It's been in the market longer than it should be. So they put the price down. Okay, the house usually was going for in the 300s, thousands, right? Like in the midst of the three, like 350, 340. And then, um, so I, when I went in there, the boss told him to lower it down. I got that house in the 200 thousands. Okay. It's not as I was like every other price of the houses. So when God tells you to move, 
you move. So I'm glad I went after work that day. It was that same day that boss called him to lower the price. I'm telling you, God has your back. So when God tells you to go, you go. Anyways, so um, I went to look at the houses and it was perfect. And kid you not, if you live in the desert, you'll understand you don't want to get a house that the sun comes in the house, uh, shines in the house a lot because when it's hot here, it gets super hot that you'll have the AC running all day, right? So the house, the way the layout of the house is, the sun doesn't shine in a lot. Like it shines in in the front, but it only shines in the bedroom for like in the afternoon only. And that's it. The house doesn't, because my house is surrounded by uh, two-storied houses, right? So the, the sun doesn't hit my house a lot at all, right? It only shines in in the front in the afternoon, and then that's it. Not in the morning, not in the uh, after uh, two o'clock. After two o'clock, I get no sun in the house. So I'm like, yes, right? So not only is a perfect price, but it's a perfect layout, especially in the heat time. I don't have to have the AC on all the time. So it worked in so many, in my favor in so many ways. You know what I mean? And it was perfect for me where it's at, located, everything. So I'm telling you, when God tells you to go, you go in faith, but you need to understand when it's God. Okay. This is the time that you have to be like, okay, God, let me hear you out. Not myself. Okay. So yeah, another type of faith that I had to, uh, I worked on and that's in, um, my niece. Um, I've talked about her before. Um, when my sister was pregnant and my, and my niece was growing in her belly, the doctors gave her like the worst news ever. They told her there's something wrong with her spinal cord. There's her spinal, um, there, she might be a little bit down syndrome. She might not be able to walk. They were giving her like a bad report. These doctors were telling her ahead of time, look, this kid is not going to be normal. Okay. So she comes to me and tells me all this stuff. And I said, look, I refuse that report. I know who my God is because the God already has shown me who he is. So I'm like, no, I do not receive that report. I declare in the name of Jesus Christ that this little girl is going to be perfectly fine. Okay. Fast forward to her due date. She was a preemie, um, but she's still fine. She was in the NICU for a couple of months or two months. I forgot, but nothing was wrong with her. Everything the doctor said was overwrite. Nothing. The only thing that the doctors were right was her feet. My niece was born with claw feet, but that was taken care of. She was perfectly fine. She was a strong little baby, right? So when she went to surgery to fix her feet, I prayed over her and I said, God, you have the last word. Protect this baby. She's a warrior. She's strong. Guess what? Everything came fine. Her feet, they put casts on her feet. But this little baby was so strong, she would break them off of her. Like, literally, she didn't like it. She, she was a couple of months old, I believe, like, eight months or nine months. Um, and she would, she would break them off. Like, literally, she would bang her feet, and she broke those casts off. And they tried to put it on her three times, and it didn't work. And nothing happened to her feet. They were right. The reason why they, the doctors told her to keep those on, because so they could stay straightened, right? But come on, who's my God? She doesn't need all that. And so she will break them off and nothing happened to her feet. She walks fine. She's running. She jumps like nothing ever happened. Why? Because that's the power of my God. Okay. That's why 
I believe in this God, not because someone convinced me, threatened me, or condemned me, or because it's part of our culture. Nah, because God has shown himself to me too many times that I do not question God. My faith is so rooted. Now I understand why Abraham did what he did with Isaac. When God told him, like, look, go after waiting all these years until like he was a hundred, he finally got the child that he want that he wanted. And then God is telling him to go and offer him as a sacrifice. He was doing that out of faith. God didn't really want to kill him. He was testing. He was showing Abraham his faith because God knows how to do that. God knows how to reveal your faith to you. Okay. And that's when when God tries to reveal your faith to you, because we think that we have faith until something happens, until God tells us to do something. And we are like, what? Right. So, but Abraham never questioned God. That's why Abraham was God's favorite. He obeyed. And then before he, uh, uh, um, what is that word? Um, before he will not kill him, but before he, um, what is that word that I'm trying to look for? Um, offer him he God stopped him and because he was just showing because God knows all right God knows all so God knows that he he was going to do what he was going to do but he needed to reveal to Abraham is your faith still alive after you got what you wanted because let's be honest after we get what we want and what we'll be praying for and having faith on we type we kind of lack of seeking God hear me we're humans we do that so God was revealing to Abraham his faith is still there. And yes, it was. So God multiplied his faith, his, his, um, his stuff. And because um, God's going to, the thing about God is that he's going to uh, tell you to do things that is out of the ordinary. Okay. Like you're going to have to believe in God so much, you know, so it, like if somebody does you wrong, for out of nowhere, and the Bible says, Romans 12, 19, God, you'll have my vengeance, you have my back. Yeah, the human nature is to react to people. But when we say, God, take care of it, I trust you, I forgive them, God bless them, you know, God will take care of it. Trust me. I've had people who've done me wrong, like not once, not twice, so many times throughout my life. And I've always, God, you take care of it. I've learned to say that I'm not going to stress over them. I'm not going to bow to them. I'm not going to give them my power. I'm not going to go down to their level. You take care of it. And trust me, God has always taken care of it. And unfortunately, sometimes I see it and I feel bad, but hey, they had it coming. They had to learn. You know what I mean? But anyway, so yeah, God has always shown himself to me and God will always reveal to you the, the faith that you are in. Okay. I'm telling you, have faith in God and God will take care of it. Um, there's other things that I want to talk about regarding faith. Um, there's not, it's kind of like a warning. Okay. Yes, you could get things done. Yes, you could do it yourself. Yes, people have been successful without God's help. Let's be honest. You can have faith in yourself. You can have faith in your government. You can have faith in your leaders, in your pastors, in your priests. You could have faith in anything on your money. You can have faith in anything. But that's not going to give you what you need within your mind and soul. That's when I trust God because I've learned not to take all the load. I've learned to be a teammate with God. Okay? And that takes faith. 
it takes faith to me like, okay, God, you do you and I'll do me. Let's do it together. We'll succeed. That's how I've learned um, how I succeed without stressing out, without being anxious, without being desperate or being needy or being, you know, fearful or insecure. I've trusted God enough that I know how to be a teammate with God. But if you want to do it all on your own, by all means, more power to you. But these are the things that you need to understand that when you have the load in your shoulders, you're going to be stressed and stress equals wrinkles. <laughs> you know what I mean? And um, you're going to, if you have to, if you do it yourself, number one, you're going to have to keep it yourself. You're going to have to sustain it. That's what I mean. And that's a lot of stress. I know a lot of people like to hustle because they want to get the glory. Good luck with that. Um, there's a reason why women outlive men uh, 10 to 15 years because men don't know how to unload the stress and that's what uh, damages their minds, their souls, their bodies, and that affects their bones, their bodies, basically. Um, so my best advice is that if you want to succeed in life without stressing too much, put your faith in God. And that's the best thing I could tell you, like put your faith in God. Um, another thing is that I really want to warn people regarding the world's way and the people that try to mix God's word and the world's way. Please don't do that. God does not, God does not know how to share. God is either going to get all the glory or you're going to give someone else the glory, but God does not share his throne. Con eso te digo todo. God does not share his throne. God is a jealous God. God is a God who wants to get the glory because God is a God of purpose. God likes to show off. God wants to be good to you. But if you're depending on different sources, then you're giving the other sources the credit. You're not giving God the full credit. Okay? So these are the uh, couple of things that I've noticed that Christian people, not all Christian people, but people that call themselves spiritual, quote unquote, um, please, and don't get offended. I believe those, these things that I'm going to mention do work. However, just don't mix it with the word of God. I'm telling you, do not mix it. I'm going to give you a scripture that you're not going to like, but I need to give you that warning or else I'm not doing my duty as a believer. Um, <clears throat> so the universe, a lot of people like to say the universe did this, the universe did that. Um, okay. You could give God, you could give the universe the credit all you want. Uh, but God does not take that very lightly because God is the one who's giving life to the universe. Just like God is the one who's giving you life. Um, the universe is the creation, not the creator. Um, so God can easily take that away. Um, the universe has no power only, like I said, life, like the trees, the plants, you know, give us air and all that stuff. The universe is just the universe. You can believe in it all you want. I believe it works if you believe in it, but don't mix it with God. God does not share his glory. Um, he is the creator and could easily, you know, drive this whole universe up. Um, the second one is manifestation. Manifestation is something that you are creating within yourself. You are believing in it. You are meditating on it. You are, you yourself are doing it. Meaning if you manifest it, you're the one who keeps it. You're the one that gets the glory. It's kind of like uh, a little prideful kind of side, but by all means, I believe it works. Just don't mix it with God because you're giving your manifestation, your own beliefs, your own strength, the power and the glory. And God does not get none. And God is all about, hey, I'm the one that made it. I'm the one that creates it. I'm the, I'm the one that, you know, gives it. So yeah. 
And then the second one is attraction. Uh, when you say, oh, I tracked it, yes, that means you have to take accountability for your choices. You're the one that chose it. You're the one who attracted. By all means, I believe that is true. But if you believe that you attracted, then you have to sustain it. Good luck. But if you give God the glory and saying, God gave it to me, God opened the door for me, then God has is responsible to sustain it, to keep it, to bless it. Okay. And to, uh, multiply it. But if you're the one who's manifesting, manifesting it, attracting it or the universe, guess what? You have to take care of it. You have to do the double work. So by all means, I believe it works. However, um, just don't mix it with the word of God because that's not biblical. All these things that I have mentioned does not say in the Bible that's something that the world has created. And I, like I said, I believe it works. If you want to, if you want to believe in it, believe in it, more power to you. Just don't do, just don't mix it with the word of God. And this is why I'm telling you that. Okay. Go to revelations, um, three chapter three, verse 15, uh, through 16. And the Bible says, because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold. I, I am about to spit you out of my mouth quote unquote, God said that when it's telling you, you look warm, that means that you have one foot in the world and one foot in God, meaning you are mixing the world and the word of God together, but God does not take that very lightly. He will spit you out. So this is the warning that I need to give you. It's better to be cold all the way and follow the world's way, right? Or be hot and go all the way with God, but you cannot be in the middle when you're trying to mix the spirituality of the world and the spirituality biblical, God does not take that lightly. Like I said, God does not share his throne, his glory. So you have been warned. Um, and I understand why people do that because it's beneficial to their lifestyle, how they want to live, how they want to act, you know what I mean? And, and how they want to do things. I understand, but it's best not to do that, to mix it. Um, another thing that I I've noticed about some people that they go to tarot cards, um, or mediums, and they put their faith in that and still call themselves Christians. Um, look, that's biblical and that's satanic. I don't care if people tell you that, Oh, I believe in God or God told me this. And you know, the angels, this and the angels that I'm sorry, it's satanic. I don't care how purified you try to make it. The Bible talks about in the new Testament and the old Testament. That's not from God. Yes, there's prophets in the church, but the prophets is to edify the church, to correct the church, not to give you your life print of your life and what's going to happen next. That does, does, that does not work with God because the reason is because God wants you to trust him every day you wake up. But if you get your tar tarot cards written and uh, read and you have mediums telling you about your future, guess what? You don't need God no more because you already were told the future. So you don't need God. So when you're putting your faith in those things, you are waving yourself away from God and you're trusting whatever those cards are telling you. And when people claim to be, oh, the angels told me, no, no, no. Angels do not speak anymore. The angels stopped speaking. And I believe it was Gabriel who will be the messenger and God will use them in the old Testament. And yes, he used it for Mary and to correct certain people. But after Jesus died, Jesus left the Holy spirit to us. He even said it is better for me to leave you the counselor and, uh, than me to go because the Holy spirit is within you and connects you directly to God. You don't need angels to give you messages anymore. God can give it to you directly. So those are lies from Satan. I'm sorry. 
It's not biblical. It's from it's satanic. So if you're putting your faith in that, by all means, more power to you, but it's not biblical. Do not mix it with the word of God. It's an insult to God. Um, so yeah, those are the things that I wanted to uh, give you guys a heads up. Um, but other than that, if you really want to know more about faith, I suggest to read the book of James. That is a great book regarding faith. And if God tells you to be still, know that he's God. He's taking care of it. He's showing you something. He's teaching you, correcting you so you can be ready for whatever you ask for. And if God tells you to go, honey, you go. Because the Bible says faith without works is dead. So if you're not putting your faith into practice, that says it in James um, chapter 2, verse 14, all the way to 26. If you're not putting your faith into practice, it's not going to work. You, like I said earlier, we are a team with God. God does his job. You do the rest. You have to, God creates the tree. We built the house. Best way I could tell you, we are a team with God. Okay. God will do what he has to do, but you have to do what you have to do. And God will give you the strength, the wisdom, the willpower to do it. You're never alone. You're never going to have that big Lord. Trust me. If you have your faith in God, God will help you and God will lead you and God will make it happen. But you have to move. You have to step out. You have to put in the work too. Okay. So this is your girl, Little Rose. I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you guys learn something. And yeah, I believe in God for a reason. So don't ever question my God. I'll put you, you on chat. No, I'm just kidding. But anyways. Okay. So yeah, uh, I'm out. Stay blessed and be blessed. <laughs>